You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, welcome to Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show now with a live studio audience. <laughs> Whoa, calm down. Calm down. <laughs> I know you're all excited to be here. I'm Cody. I'm Sam. And I'm Samantha. Oh, we have a great show for you this week. Thank you all for tuning in. We have a bunch of news to go over, but first, let's talk about a few things we have been checking out. And we have a couple weeks worth of stuff to uh, go over since we took... Uh, Doesn't mean less... we did much. Well, that's true. Well, other than like eating a bunch for Thanksgiving, you know, yeah. I had this turkey. I don't know if you guys did, but I ate turkey. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Well, I tell you, I could start. Uh, I uh, actually got through and finished Pokemon Shield, which is uh, uh, pretty cool. Uh, I'm, yeah, I got something sure yeah. about that. Well, one. well, you know, that's kind of that's kind of my review of it. It's it's okay. I'm right up at the end, like literally yeah. at the last battle in the storyline, and mm-hmm. it's good. Yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly the feeling that I had with it. Like it's it's fine. You know, you don't go into a Pokemon game for like the story. Typically, it's it's kind of Although secondary this, to the coaching this one and the whatnot. Particularly wasn't that great. Not as bad as X and Y. Yes, X and Y had the dumbest storyline I think I've ever seen mm-hmm. in a video game. Yep, and this one <laughs> actually feels like they finished it. Not like um, what was the last one? Sun and, Sun and Moon. Moon, where the last like island and a half of uh, Sun and Moon was just like, oh yeah, okay, we're done. Yeah, it's, just it's which the, is the why end. I never finished it. It yeah. felt like they were done. So yeah. why should so, like, I keep going? <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, this one at least feels like they finished it. There is a little bit of a post game which I hated. <laughs> why? Um, you basically have to go back through and go to each of the gyms again and fight a giant thing, while these two uh, really annoying characters like tell you how great they are and how much you suck. <laughs> And it and it takes like a half hour at most. It it's kind of a bummer, but uh, but that's not what you go into Pokemon for. You go into it to catch the things and you know explore the explore world. the world and and it's it's still enjoyable. I'm still having fun going through and trying to you know get every all the things. But uh, yeah, I just and the the wild area is really cool. I like going yeah. around in there and finding items and yeah, the open world. The, yes, doing if, the raids. Yeah, if it wasn't for the open world section of this game, it would be probably on the lower end. If you're looking at you know all of the games you know together, um, I think this one is fine. I think in the long term, it's not going to be remembered as like the best one. But it's because of the open world world area. I think it's going to be kind of upper half like gold and silver was like the best and they made the, the gym like, battles are so cool they are the yeah. stadium style battles are awesome mm-hmm. and i hope that's something they hold on to yeah. for future games and uh post game you can go back you don't go to each gym like after you do everything everything um you don't go to each gym and fight but you can do that bracket like oh, at the cool. end of the game you can go back to that final gym and do the bracket again as many times as you want. And that's pretty cool. Plus they uh, open up a um, something like the battle tower thing where yeah, it's like they always have, some they always have of... something like that. Yeah. And I mean that's fine, it's fun, but like I don't know, I'm still going to spend some time in it try to catch catch all the things, but like probably not going to burn it through it quite as quite like I did some of the uh, previous games. I think uh it's clear that they were running out of time. Yeah. 
Oh, absolutely. I, I kind of, they should really give them more time to make the next one. I know they got to get one out every year or whatever, <laughs> but like, yeah. A lot of the later towns are like, oh, there's two houses here. There's two houses and a thing. Yeah. And yeah, that's it. And it looks really cool. Mm-hmm. Like the, the fairy. Pokemon town with all the glowing They spent a lot of time on that one. That one looks really cool, but there's two houses. Yeah. And the uh, Piers' town that I forget the name of. There's nothing to it. Yeah, but it looks really cool. It looks neat, but there's nothing to it. it It's a straight line. Yeah, the gym battle is like a fake um, beat-em-up game. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. But there's no town there. Yeah. I'm like, where do I buy cool clothes like these people have? Oh, I don't? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I do like some of the uh, characterization of some of the later gym leaders. Yeah. Like uh, the old lady, Opal, is probably my favorite of the bunch. Opal is fun and nuts. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Just crazy old lady. I like Piers. Piers is good. Marnie. Yeah, yeah. Who, who I saw as more of this is actually my rival, not the other kid mm-hmm. that sucks. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> I think that's the other thing with this game. There's no like one true like rival kind of thing. Like the uh, there's always been like okay, you're going through and and fighting all the gems and getting all the badges and collecting all the things. But there's always like a secondary thing. Like in Red and in the originals, it's like you're fighting Team Rocket and you're stopping like a gang from like taking over the world and like gold and silver you're fighting them again yeah. because why not or team skull and team skull and which is fun this one it's like oh okay so the the guy that you're pretty sure is a bad guy at the beginning when you meet him the first time he's actually a bad guy just go beat yeah. him up and, and you're there, done there's a team but you don't know anything really about him they don't the say last, anything last 10 minutes yeah <laughs> right yeah it's it's kind I of i was like what the heck is Marcos Cosmos Construction? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they throw that in at you at the, like the last second, and it made no sense. The only thing I liked about mm-hmm. Hop, which was, I guess, your rival for this one, mm-hmm. is that at least he had kind of a character arc. A like, little he bit. He kind of questioned himself, and like, can I really do this? And and you don't see any of it, really. Hey, but... guess what? He does that in the post game too. He oh, has God. another crisis of conscience. <laughs> Well, now that ruins it. Yeah, it does. It sure does. So, yeah. But I would still say it's definitely worth picking up. I mean, you're never going to find it on sale because it's a Nintendo game and, and they never go on sale. it's also a Pokemon game. But honestly, if it came down to picking either this one or last year's uh, Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, I would go with last year's, honestly. I like the extra amount of effort that they put into that game. The catching mechanics are a little different. But I think I enjoyed that one more, honestly. I can see that. Yeah. I don't agree. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's I fine. Can, I can understand. Yeah, yeah I can okay. see that. Sure, sure. I, it just wasn't different enough for me. Like, a lot of it was different, yes, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I didn't finish it, and I've almost finished this one, so I think that means something. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. no, that makes sense. I oh, say I if you're between this and Luigi's Mansion, uh, Luigi's, Luigi's Mansion. Mansion. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Uh, okay, and uh, the other thing that I checked out, uh, so as per tradition, the day after Thanksgiving when everyone else is out Black Friday shopping, I hole up in my house and do nothing because <laughs> I don't want to add to all of that yeah. mess. You don't want to be part of the problem. I've worked in, in retail long enough. 
I don't want to even bother. It's not pretty. Yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, so I watched a couple of movies uh, during that day. Uh, A couple of the highlights. So Netflix every year puts out Christmas movies. You know, the really bad, like almost purposely bad, like romantic comedy Christmas movie. What one did we watch last year? We were just talking about the other day. Was it the Christmas Switch with Vanessa Hudgens? No. Okay, was, because that was actually pretty good. It wasn't the romantic one. It was the one with Kurt, Kurt Russell. Russell. Kurt Russell. Oh, Santa. the Christmas Chronicles. That's yeah, that was good. super good. That one was fun. That one was really <laughs> okay. good. Well, this year they released one of two Netflix originals that they that they're putting out. Uh, the first one is. I think it's called like the Christmas night or the yeah. night before Christmas yeah. where so- it's, it's like Kate, the movie Kate and Leopold. Have you ever seen that, that classic no, with, I, I with Meg Ryan and, uh, uh, Some guy. Wolverine. <laughs> Wolverine. Yeah. It's yeah. It's a uh, Hugh Jackman. Uh, yeah. Uh, as a time displaced guy that comes to the present and, Oh, he's does fish out of water. Doesn't know what he's doing. It's well, enchanted. Yeah. Basically, the film enchanted. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, uh, imagine that, but everyone except Vanessa Hudgens is a bad actor. <laughs> yeah, like there's so many like anachronisms with the knight himself, Sir Cole. Sir Cole. Which I'm pretty Circle? sure. Yeah, that's that's what we said <laughs> when we watched it. Yeah. <laughs> That just seems ill-advised. Yeah. <laughs> like they didn't think about it. Oh, yeah. No, it's and they did not make that joke in the show. That's the worst part. No, there's a large section where he learns about modern day by watching Netflix movies. Oh, of course. God. Yeah. Uh, so he's like, so where is this horse man? <laughs> it is. Oh, it is. I mean, it is enjoyable in like the worst way. Like it's <laughs> it's like, just bad. In my time, we rode horses, not listen to them talk about their alcoholism. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, so I would I would maybe steer clear of that one, honestly. <laughs> but uh, I'm looking forward to the new one that's coming out here in the next couple of days. Uh, was it the the Christmas Prince three? <laughs> Watch that. The baby. Seen the first two. Oh, you need to watch the first two because they're terrible. <laughs> Again, terrible in the most enjoyable way. Uh, Rose McIver is like a oh. yeah, yeah. I'm interested. See, there you go. Yeah, uh, I Zombie or uh, Power we, Rangers RPM. Is that the but, one we tried you know. watching and then you quit half like five minutes in? No, I think that was Christmas Switch. That one involved yeah. baking. Yes, that one involved yeah, baking. Yeah, we, we backed out of that you one did. about five. I backed You're out coward. of that one about five minutes in. Yeah, no, the uh, the uh, Christmas Prince movies. They are. I, I can't even imagine. I can't even describe like the leaps in logic that happen within this movie. That it's like Hallmark movies. The, it's Hallmark movies that know they're bad, which is just the best. The Sharknado of Hallmark movies. Kinda a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, no, the first one um, dealt with the prince losing his throne because he finds out he's adopted, but also then opening up a giant acorn where the ki- his dead king dad put like a uh, a, dec- a royal decree saying, oh, hey, by the way, I'm going to make it so my adopted son can be king anyway. The king didn't like leave it for anyone to find. What? He left it inside a giant decorative acorn. <laughs> Which is not even Christmassy. It's not. They could have made it a 
stocking. They could or... have done anything. So, yeah, anything other than an acorn. <gasps> I just remembered the acorn shows up in the, the night before Christmas because it's all in the same cinematic universe. Are you serious? <laughs> it's real. It's a real thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, Jordan and I def- were both like, oh, it's the thing. <laughs> oh, that's great. But uh, last movie. I watched, and this is not a Christmas Netflix movie. This is actually one from my collection that I had bought like in a $5 bin and never watched. It is called You're the Hunter from the Future or Hunter for the Future. Y-O-R. Y-O-R. No, you. So it is, it was made around the time of the, um, you know, Conan the Barbarian. I'm going to guess Conan. Yeah, (laughs) Conan the Barbarian was big. So a lot of uh, uh, low budget, um, you know, uh, companies, film companies can, uh italian it's, this, this one this is super man yeah this one's super italian <laughs> oh, no. which is the best spaghetti um, barbarian yeah uh, <laughs> but uh yeah it's it's like he's a barbarian that fights animatronic dinosaurs <laughs> and also like you know he's rescued he rescues like three or four different you know ladies throughout the whole thing and then it turns out he's actually in the future <laughs> like he's from the a future like cyber you cyber blew it thing. Up. Yeah, kind of. Maniac. <laughs> yeah, kind of. But uh, but it's starring an actor named Reb Brown. Now, if that name sounds familiar, have you ever watched uh, Space Mutiny? Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's that guy. It's it's <laughs> it's, it's Biff McHard cheese. Biff Hard Cheese. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah Brick Slam Fist or whatever his name was. <laughs> they called him on Mystery Science Theater. But no, it's it's that guy, and it is uh, it is just. It's just rotten. <laughs> does it have as many go-karts as Space Mutiny? It does not have many as many go-karts, but it has this really catchy synth-like song about how Yor is the hero of the future <laughs> that comes in at the most inopportune times. <laughs> like, you know, he's fighting a dinosaur and you hear this, Yor, he's from the future. Like this weird, like, oh, it's, it's so. Oh, my. Oh, it's so weird. You cut it in. I'm going to. Yeah, I'm going to. During the break, I'll play it for you guys because it's it's super rotten. <laughs> well, that's me. That's what I've done. I mean. Hey, we went to Mystery Science Theater Live a couple uh, of weeks ago. Oh, yeah. And yeah. We haven't been on the show since to talk about oh, it. Oh, I could talk about something similar to that, actually. You guys go first. <laughs> uh, we went to, uh, they went to one of the live shows of Mystery Science Theater Live, the cheesy movie circus tour. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was really cool. It was in Springfield, yeah. which is kind of odd. That's yeah. A, yeah, that's kind of a, but yeah. It's like weird, like performing arts center. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know how to describe it. I don't know. I will. <laughs> I'll describe it as cheaper than the show that was in Columbus. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we went there. Gotcha. By like a good 15 bucks. Oh, really? Wow. Okay. <laughs> um, The movie was some bizarre circus movie about a German a plastic, plastic surgeon, surgeon buys that... a circus. Okay. And then <laughs> women are start dying under mysterious circumstances and it was just it was weird and made very little sense. That sounds like it. It was one of those where after you watched it it was like what what happened? Like what was that even about? Uh. Uh, the riffing was good. They they sat at the right side of the screen with the puppets there. Oh, they had and, the puppets. Excellent. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. And, yeah, you could see them the whole time. Mm. A lot of times it was more fun to watch the puppets than the movie. <laughs> uh, and they had host segments in between. like It, it was like an episode of the yeah. TV show, but on stage. Oh, okay. Um, except the puppetry was like very impressive. 
Yeah. They like really went out of their way. They used like that. What's that Japanese style of puppetry where people wear black suits on black so you don't see the people moving the puppets around? Oh, yeah. I forget what the word is. But well, that's whatever. What, that's yeah. how they did it. So, oh, like, interesting. Crow had legs, like full, like human-sized legs. Oh, and was really? Walking around, you know, kind of walking around. Wow, wow. Uh, it was really impressive and neat. Like you don't get to see a lot of live puppetry these days. <laughs> <laughs> Even Servo had legs at one point and little did a teeny tiny little. Yeah, and, and did a little <laughs> dance number with one of the. There was a couple new characters that they added just for the stage show. Oh, okay. There was a. Just some girl that was like kind of wrangler. Yeah, the wrangler, (laughs) the bot wrangler. (laughs) But she's kind of like Joel's sidekick. Oh, okay. And there was a new mad character that was a Mega Cynthia. Oh, it was a synthetic clone of both. Both Pearl and Cynthia from the new series. Uh, from the new series, yeah, yeah. And she's super tall. Yeah, she's really, yeah, really tall. <laughs> and she was actually, she was really funny, too. Oh, yeah. oh cool. Both of these new people that they added were pretty funny. Awesome. So it was Joel that was riffing? It wasn't uh, Jonah? Or yeah, it was, was Joel. It, it was, was Joel. Joel. Oh, okay. And then uh, Crow and Servo, but they were voiced by different people I, that I don't remember who they were. They oh, okay. Job. But yeah, they did a good job. Uh Servo sounded a little different, but Crow, whenever they do Crow, people can usually nail Crow and make him sound right. I yeah. don't know what that is. But yeah. I had a good good little plot line about Servo being afraid of butterflies. Okay. <laughs> a little puppet butterfly. Oh, yeah. okay. Cool. Cool. Um, but I'd, I'd recommend it. I don't know if they'll be back around this way. Probably not, but. Well, yeah. It's not touring well, anymore. Yeah. Well, I mean, they might be touring eventually. Like, I mean, they're not going to be doing much. It might be else the thing they do now. Currently, yeah. We'll elaborate yeah. on that later, right. In the show, yeah. Well, the the thing that I was going to tag up with that is, um, I went to uh, the another mystery science theater esque thing. The they had the Mads show down at the uh, Gateway. The Mads are back. The Mads are back. Yes. Uh, so that's the original um, two of the original guys from the show, uh, Trace Bellew and uh, Frank Conniff. Uh, they riffed a, sh- uh, a movie. The Thing, what's it called? The Thing Walks Among Us or something like that. It's like basically someone made a ripoff of the creature from the ba- Black Lagoon, but what if he all of a sudden started walking on land? <laughs> taking like the fun out of the whole thing. <laughs> but uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, we went down, we thought it was just going to be like a simulcast kind of thing, kind of like the um, riff tracks. Oh, really? But, uh, you didn't know it was, yeah, a... didn't know it was live until we were about halfway down there. Yeah. I almost went too. Yeah. Because I saw it on Facebook, but I don't know, some, we had school or something. Yeah. But it, it but it was a lot of fun. It, we actually got a chance to, to talk with them after the show, and that was pretty cool. They had a little Q&A, which was pretty neat. <laughs> uh, uh, Frank yelled at Jordan at one point. Uh, she she groaned extra loud at one of the riffs, and he he said, "Hey, this is it's tough to do this. Come on, they're not all winners." <laughs> so that was pretty fun. But I, uh, but yeah, it was pretty fun. It was a pretty good time. I wish the Mystery Science Theater show would have had a meet and greet at the end, but that's you gotta buy a VIP ticket. Oh, for that. Sh- oh, sure. It's like yeah. I, I just want my picture with Joel and the puppets. Yeah, like, that would be that's yeah. all I want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or even just the puppets. Yeah. <laughs> I finally bit the bullet and got Death Stranding. Because I, I think I talked about it on here before that I was worried that about it. That you didn't it. want to. And then me talking a little bit about it. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Because it, it literally does not sound like a video game that I would like because it's just a lot of walking. Yeah. And it is. Yeah, it but is. But it turns out that I do like that. And there's mm-hmm. something weirdly relaxing it, about delivering packages around. Yeah, yeah. A post-apocalyptic... UPS man. Yeah. It's, it is. It's just kind of... Rela- I like the gameplay of like having to watch where you're walking and balancing your packages. Zen. Yeah, there is something weirdly <laughs> zen about it. Yeah, yeah. Until you get attacked by uh, the BT monsters. The, the, the weird ghosts. Yeah. yeah. The goopy boys. The, which it took me the longest time to figure out how to do it right, but I think I've got a handle on it now. It's yeah. a lot of stopping and holding your breath and looking around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, you know, I don't have a PlayStation, so I've actually just been watching Let's Plays of it at, you know, to kind of, you know, at work trying to, you know, relax and kind of catch the, catch up with it. And um, the one player that I watched got through it, and that is a heck of a game. It is a heck of an ending. The guy who plays Die Hard Man, as stupid as his name sounds, he. Sh- I wish video game actors could get like acting awards because that dude goes for it. Like he nails wow. it. I just got to chapter three mm-hmm. and with uh, how do you pronounce her name? Leah Sedu. Oh yeah, yeah. She's uh, great. I really like her. Yeah, as fragile. Fragile, yeah. The character, but not that fragile. <laughs> yeah. She says that like seven times. Yeah. She looks cool. Like mm-hmm. her character design. She looks like a, a rad Mary Poppins. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> that's specifically what they were going for because of the uh, umbrella and yeah. the bag. Yeah. Yeah. And the cool little spikes that extend out of her suit mm-hmm. when there's trouble. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wait till you get to the Heartman chapter because I have a feeling he is going to be one of your favorite characters. I just kind of kind of <laughs> have a feeling. Yeah, but I'm I'm surprised at how much I ended up liking it. I mm-hmm. should have trusted Kojima because he's never done me wrong before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you uh, have you found uh, Conan O'Brien yet? No, okay. I found uh, Junji Ito the other yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely in there. Yeah, he's like the the engineer or mm-hmm. something. Yeah, they gave him some weird like Southern accent. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of weird to see like this Japanese man with this. Uh, southern accent american mm-hmm. accent coming out of his mouth but yeah. you know it's cool that he's there he's one of my favorite uh manga guys yeah yeah but uh yeah no it's a uh, it's it is surprisingly relaxing to watch at least and when it comes out on um pc i'll probably end up picking it up i forgot it was coming out on pc well hey let's uh go ahead and stop here we'll take a quick break and when we come back we'll get into some news nerd overload is a show produced under the umbrella of a nonprofit organization Marion Community Radio WZMO. To help with our fundraising, we have become a member of Patreon. What is Patreon? Patreon exists because when creators are paid, they can create more amazing things. Things that inspire us, teach us, challenge us. Things that make us laugh. Patreon is a membership platform that makes it really easy for creators to get paid. We're using the idea of patronage, which is actually a really old idea. Exactly, Jack. If it weren't for patrons, we wouldn't have Romeo and Juliet or Mona Lisa, Mozart, Shakespeare, Da Vinci. They all had patrons. What can I do to help Nerd Overload? Patrons set a monthly subscription-style payment for the level of membership they want. Where do I go? Thousands of creators and creative teams are using Patreon to run their business their way. So if you're a professional creator, start a page and give your fans the opportunity to become patrons. Patreon.com slash nerd overload now. Yo, 
We're back. That was Yours World from Your Hunter from the Future. We talked about it, and it's a it's a 
it's a serious banger. So, it, it really uh, is. It's something. It, it sure is something. <laughs> hey, I can't believe that Weird Al has never made a James Bond song. You know, that's why right. we played this yeah. instead of that. Yeah, instead of the James Bond song that for some reason Weird Al has yet to make. Yes. There's hey, still time. He could do it. He could do it. Yeah. Hey, speaking of James Bond, let's talk about that. <laughs> yeah, there was a trailer for the new one. Yeah. Which his name escapes me. No, no, no time, time to, to die. die hard. No. No. Live or let die twice. <laughs> <laughs> the direct sequel to Live or Let Die. That's it. <laughs> Yeah, but no, uh, James Bond, uh, No Time to Die. It's the uh, the I think this is the last of the Daniel Craig uh, James Bonds. Yeah, if I believe. Yeah, oh, sorry. I don't, I'm just I'm not interested in his <laughs> you version. You watched one? No, I have not. The what? It's just too gritty and punchy, and I like the suave James Bond that has a watch that shoots a laser. Yeah, you know what? I think I like. <laughs> I think that's my problem with it as well. Like, I I can appreciate these James Bond movies as good like action movies, but like he doesn't seem like James Bond to me. I don't know. I like I liked Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. Like the movies he had been in, like the Pierce Brosnan Bonds are not good movies, but like. He, he looks is like James Bond, he? he is kind of James Bond. Like he he gives off that kind of air of like I am a, you know, a suave debonair, you know, super spy. spy. Spyman. And uh, Daniel Craig, I mean, you know, he's an action punch man and that's great in action punch movies, but like I don't know. But the trailer itself, this one looks pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was an interesting choice to make the villain be the Phantom of the Opera. That is, that is, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that is definitely part of it. I'm, I'm really hoping that they uh, put some more Universal Monsters in there, mm-hmm. you know, see James Bond fight Frankenstein. <laughs> I'd pay good money for that yeah. movie. Oh, now, now the question is, would this tie in with The Mummy? Yeah, uh, The Invisible Man might very well be in it. Oh, we, 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 we never would never know. know. We never know. know. That's very true. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's the one character James Bond could never beat. Yeah, we never find him. Yeah, well, he's, he's the true stealth master. Well, you know, Q would probably come up with something. That's true. Yeah, he could probably um like infrared see him. Probably. Yeah. I also liked uh, John Cleese as Q. I think I think yeah. he's my favorite Q just because. He was so like done and over with like Bond always breaking his stuff. It's like, come on, just bring this car back in one piece, James, please. For me, your pal. When you said done and over with, I thought you were talking about John Cleese's attitude, which is that's that's usually, uh, usually where, about yeah. where he's at these days. Yeah, that's that's very true. Speaking of James Bond, there's actually a podcast that I've been listening to. It's called Spectre, where they uh, the two hosts have been going through and watching each James Bond movie. But they're not going in chronological order. They're going, they're watching like the first, they're like watching the first Sean Connery movie. And then they watch the first uh, George Lazenby movie and then going through them with all the actors and then going back and watching like the second, you know, just kind of going that way. So they're getting a good mix of like the old stuff and the newer stuff. And it's really interesting to listen to them talk. And it's pretty funny as well. I've never been like a big James Bond guy. Like, I've only seen all the way through maybe one James Bond movie. I tried it at one point. Uh, I watched the bad one with Pierce Brosnan, the one that introduced Jinx. Um, I've seen Dr. No, uh, the the very, very first one, and that movie is incredibly slow. (laughs) 
<laughs> I've seen like the beginning of Goldfinger. Okay, Goldfinger's pretty good. Um, Moonraker's pretty fun. I want to watch that one. Yeah, that looks like that does look like a lot of fun. I want to see the one where he's got the uh, the car that turns into a submarine. Uh, that's a pretty fun one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jaws is great and indestructible. <laughs> he is the best. He bites a shark in one of the movies. <laughs> he bites a shark until it dies. Oh no! Yes. But you know what finally defeats Jaws? Love. (laughs) His own hubris? (laughs) Jaws, the big, big, tall man with the metal teeth, falls in love with a five-foot-tall woman, and they go off to live happily ever after to have weird metal-toothed children. (laughs) Yes, they're genetic. (laughs) The the metal teeth are genetic. Yes. But uh, but no, this trailer looks pretty fun. I I may go and see it. I kind of like the people that are going to be in it the one where that lady's gonna become bond i think so yeah and that's kind of the big draw for me as well um because i would be interested in seeing like someone other than a a a white british guy be a bond yeah jamie bond isn't she in uh, captain marvel yes yes yes. i can't remember her name not monica rambo because that's her daughter right but something rambo (laughs) yeah the 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 actress that played the friend yeah. in Captain Marvel. Um, but Captain Marvel's friend, someone Rambo. Someone, yes. M name Rambo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and not Rambo. Yeah. <laughs> Captain Marvel's friend, John Rambo. Yeah, there we go. Be a different movie. Completely different movie. <laughs> I don't know. I need to start my spec script of James Bond versus the Invisible Man. Yeah. <laughs> Well, well, I'll tell you what, while you're doing that, uh, let's talk about the uh, the Black Widow trailer, since we were talking about Marvel stuff. And there. spies. Yeah, and spies. Yeah. See, thematic. You'll never yeah. see this episode coming. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, um, Marvel Studios released a teaser, for which was almost like uh, a full-blown trailer. Now I have the uh, song from Persona 5 stuck in my head. Yeah, I can't get your, the hunter from the future, out of my head. <laughs> Uh, but, but yeah, uh, this trailer was cool. Yeah, it was really I mean, neat. I've wanted a Black Widow movie since Iron Man Two, so yes. uh, it's about time. It's about time. <laughs> although I'm finding, I I'm kind of over Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but yeah, I'm just like, eh, but. this it's going to be a pretty serviceable, good movie. But I think it's too little, too late. Yeah. Honestly, I think this movie should have been made about five years ago. Yeah. They're, they're, Honestly. They're fighting an uphill battle with one, Scarlett Johansson being over, and two, uh-huh. we already know what happens to her. So ultimately, what is this yeah, going to do? Yeah, what's the point? The, yeah, I mean, at this point, the main draw for me is uh, David Harbour as the Red Guardian. Yes. That is super great. Like <laughs> That terrible accent. Oh, the, the terrible live. the terrible accent, the way over his prime cap- yeah. like Captain Russia basically, like fat drunk Captain America <laughs> for for the USSR. I I love David Harbour so much. He's good in like He's everything great. he does. Oh, there was there's a Netflix thing. Was it um David Harbour's Frankenstein? Oh, yeah. yeah. I haven't actually seen it, but I I've, saw the trailer. It looks I've, very funny. I started it, and it is hilarious. <laughs> like the, he's uh, the whole thing is like he's fictional. <laughs> he's going through his dad's fictional like um, acting biography, where his dad's like one goal was to play his own version of Victor Frankenstein, <laughs> and it's like he's like portraying himself, portraying his dad. <laughs> 
and it's it's hilarious. Like the I've I've got about twenty minutes into it, but the it's it's great. But the other thing in this uh, Black Widow trailer, anyway, is um, they you get a first glimpse at Taskmaster, and honestly, I'm a little let down. <laughs> Because they decided to go ultra like military style with oh, them. That's boring. Yeah, like you saw him for like half a second in the trailer. He's the guy with the giant motorcycle helmet that pulls out the bow. And, and like, come on. Doesn't he have some kind of skull motif of some kind? His face his his mask is supposed to be a skull yeah. with a hood over it and he has a dumb stupid cape. Like, okay, so Taskmaster's whole deal. I think we've I've talked yeah, about this. We've on covered the, Taskmaster. But before. for for folks for new listeners. Taskmaster basically has the ability. He's just a normal guy. Normal abilities doesn't have like super strength or anything like that. But uh, if he sees something like a movement done once, he can copy it perfectly. So like in the comics, his whole thing was like he would watch tape after tape after tape of like Captain America throwing his shield and ricocheting his shield off of things so that he could throw his shield. He doesn't have the super strength behind it, but he could throw a shield kind of like Captain America. He can do trick shots like Hawkeye because he's watched Hawkeye shoot a bow he can swing on uh, on um zip lines kind of like spider-man again doesn't have the super agility with it but he can mimic those actions pretty closely and his whole deal in the comics was he wasn't out to you know rob banks or take over the world he trained henchmen for other villains that's that was his whole get rich quick scheme like he would be like who the red skull would hire to get his um Hydra goons to learn how to like fight Captain America. It's like, okay, here's this guy that is basically like low rent Captain America. Fight him yeah. until in, until you're good. But uh, so I'm interested in seeing this character on screen because I think that's an interesting power set. But I, I was just kind of hoping that they would go a little more uh, goofy yeah. with the uh, costume because it can't, it, his costume's stupid. <laughs> it's dumb. But he's, uh, not, he's not a big big bad level villain for this movie really either. but but with i guess i guess uh black widow is not the most super powered superhero either yeah <laughs> yeah black widow by herself is not going to be fighting off like the scroll invasion or like thanos by yeah. herself or like loki or something like that they're going to they kind of need someone who's a little more ground level they need villains around the level of Captain America Winter Soldier. And yeah. I th- and or that's like kind a, of or a Spider-Man level or guy like a at, like at a most a spider at the most. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that is kind of where this movie's going to be at, I think. And I I could see the movie being good, but I have a feeling that post Endgame and everything, people are going to go, "Okay, well, where's the spectacle?" Yeah. Where's the big, you know, why why now? Why now? Why this? Why now? Y- yeah. And it, as much as I love David Harbour and how cool and funny he looks in it, it like mm-hmm. it really sucks that we watched this trailer for Black Widow and went, "Oh, cool, David Harbour." Yeah, I, <laughs> oh, I know, I know, but like, but we're not wrong, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's not. Yeah. I mean, that's their fault. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's cool to see uh, Rachel Vice is in it. That's pretty great. I think she's a good actress. I think it's interesting that they're adding the multiple incarnations of Black Widow, because there's been like three different Black Widows in the comics. Like there was a Golden Age one, which is they're using the name of for Rachel Weisz's character. Like the Golden Age one was just a lady in a dress with a mask. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, pretty much. And then there was a a second one that was a villain that was blonde who is their 
they call her sister in the in the thing, but I think they mean that in more of like they were trained in the same like you know evil red room, red room orphanage thing. Uh, I honestly think that's going to be more of the villain in this than the uh, Taskmaster. Her, her dealing with her trauma type yeah. of scenario. Yeah, and you know, there's there is room for that to be a really good there to be a really good movie in yeah. there. I mean, I hope it's good. It, I, sh- it should be good. Oh for... yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I'll go. I'm going to go see it probably opening weekend. But like, I just don't think it's going to be at that level. And I think it's going to the reviews are going to suffer because of yeah. it. It should. This movie should have been done five years ago. Even maybe even uh, like eight or nine. Eight or years n- yeah. Ago. Like yeah. At the very least, it should have been released before Avengers. Before Avengers or bef- before Infinity War. Uh, yeah. At the yep. at the very least. At the absolute very least. But there there should have been a Black Widow movie before there was the Captain Marvel movie. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And I mean I love Captain Marvel. Yeah. And uh, you know, Brie Larson knocked it out of the park in that, but like, yeah, she should have gotten her own movie around that time. Like before then. Also, and this is just an aside, there's a lot of online discourse of people going, Oh, which one do you like better, Captain Marvel or Black Widow? There's room for both. Yeah, Ew. it doesn't you don't have to pit them against each other. Guess what? There's not that many female superhero-led films. You don't have to immediately <laughs> pit them against each other. It's not cool. You don't do that. Like, which, oh, man. Yeah, Thor or Captain America. You can only have one. It's like, no, yeah. no, it doesn't also, work like that. they're so very different characters. Yes. They're humongously different characters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like you want to see a spy movie, you want to see a space superhero. It's completely <laughs> different. Uh, well, you know what? We have one more trailer here. Let's go ahead and get that out of the way. Um, that Crisis on Infinite Earths uh, CW um, miniseries, which we, we've we've touched on we've a touched little bit here it. and there. Yeah, but this is the first time we've seen a trailer. Yeah, this is this is actually the final trailer for. It. They've released a couple of little ones here and there, but this is like the full, like the fir- the first and last full look at what the scope of this thing's going to be. This is the big dog. This is the big one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I'll be honest, I have fallen off the CW superhero oh, yeah. shows yeah. like very much. I don't even think. Josh has kept up with them because I know I think he kept up with it longer than any of us. Yeah, he, he was a big Flash boy for yeah, a while. Yeah, but uh, this trailer might it might pull me back in. <laughs> I well, know it's tempting. <laughs> it's really tempting. Like uh, it has Batwoman in it, which is great. Uh, I haven't watched that show. Yeah, and it looks cool. and it looks really good. Yeah, um, and we both like Supergirl and have watched like the first four episodes of that three or four, not three or four times, but at least twice trying to get into it. The first season of Supergirl is really good when it was actually on uh, CBS. And it had a budget. And it had a budget. It was excellent. I really enjoyed that one. Black Lightning is going to be in this. That is a show that I have missed. That show has been on for three years. Haven't seen a single episode of it. It looks really good. Did you not even know there was a Black Lightning show? Yeah. yeah, it has been on for three years. It's on CW, but it's not in the same continuity as all the other shows until now. I honestly think this is like them also like putting everything into, okay, everything fits into one so that they don't have to have special events to cross over Supergirl and Black Lightning and all those into, and also to kill off Green Arrow. Yeah. <laughs> 
because uh, Stephen Amell that, wants it once out. I thought he was already gone. Well, <laughs> like it's, I legitimately thought that it was over. Well, you know, it's a bold move to kill off the lead character in your flagship show halfway through its season because <laughs> Green Arrow is going to die in this in in this <laughs> crisis, and his show is on its final season, but it's not over yet. It's <laughs> got ten more episodes it's or just, whatever. It's <laughs> just about like five or ten more episodes. Yeah, but uh, I'm excited to see... Uh, um, They're going to use it as a backdoor pilot for something, aren't they? More than likely. <laughs> oh, more than likely. Somebody's going to show up. Ooh, Huntress. Do a Huntress show. The, yeah. <laughs> no, the, the theory that I have heard is... Uh, so he's had a buddy named John Diggle. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I know Diggle. Yeah, and they've been kind of having him do like various things here and there. And I have heard the rumor that they are going to somehow turn him into Jon Stewart, the Green Lantern, okay. and have a backdoor Green Lantern show starring the actor that played Diggle. Yeah. Like, they'll I'd say be, that, oh, yeah, his I'd name is actually... That. Yeah. His name is actually Jon Stewart that was changed because of the military, b- whatever. Something. Something, secrets. something, something, yeah. you know, excuse to make a Green Lantern show, which would be great. Yeah, go for it. He yeah. would make a, a good Jon Stewart he Green Lantern. He really would. Um, I'm excited to see... Oh, Kevin what's his Conroy. name? Kevin Conroy. Thank you. <laughs> yes, that is one of the universes they go to. Is it's it's the Kingdom Come comic book universe where all the superheroes are old, and Kevin Conroy is old Bruce Wayne in like um robotic skeletal suit to, because he's so like battered and broken, but he has the Batman voice, <laughs> and it's exciting. I can't. I that right there is probably why I'm going to watch it. Have they done a show or a comic about superheroes that are old and they all live in the same retirement community? Has that been done? Yes. Oh, darn it. I thought I had just had a really good idea. In fact, I think Gail Simone wrote it. <laughs> so I did have a really good you idea. You had a really great idea. No, it's a great idea. Yeah. Uh, I can't think of the name of it off the top of my head, but I know something to that effect exists. I think. I think it's like... The heroes live in a retirement home and their kids are like the current heroes or something like that. And it's like the interplay between the younger and older generation, that sort of thing. Uh, but like, yeah, um, what's his name? Tom Welling is going to be in this crisis of Infinite Earth as well. The Smallville Superman, which is pretty cool. I mean, never thought I'd see him back doing anything. The Superman that refused to wear the costume. Yes, but we'll see. Maybe they'll make him wear the costume. Brandon yeah. Ralph is actually going to be Superman in this as well. There's going to be like three or four different Supermen, which is crazy. But uh, yeah, it looks it just looks really good. Excited. Yeah, I'd watch it even though I'm not caught up on any of those shows. Yeah, yeah. Which is probably what they're counting on. They're kind of trying to pull people in that don't watch the shows mm-hmm. to get them hooked. Yeah. It's a good idea. It's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, no. And it's... I wish the DC movies would follow the TV show like the way they do it because yeah, because the they... TV shows are good. Yeah, there's been a lot of talk about that Snyder cut again lately. Oh man, I don't want to see it. I don't care. I don't, yeah, I don't care. It's not going to be any better than the one we it's got. It's not going to magically make a good movie. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's it's really not. It's it, going to be more dour and gray. It'll be bad in a whole different way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But hey, maybe it'll be bad in a way that we can sit and laugh at it instead of go, oh, this just yeah, oh. oh. Um, okay, uh, Cody, why don't you pick a pick a topic? Hey, it's the 25th anniversary of the PlayStation. 
Yeah, that's, that's cool. the thing that's happening. Yeah. Um, they they're not really doing like a now would have been the time to release that little mini console and put like good games on it <laughs> and make it good. Yeah, and make it good. Yeah, but instead they had to do the bad thing. Uh, it's great if you hack it. Sure. But that's not. That's neither here nor there. Isn't it nuts? The PlayStation's been around for twenty five years. Yes. Yeah. It is. Um. Yeah. My my bones are turning to dust as we speak. <laughs> Thinking and th- about the reason why it. I bring this up is because real quick, mm-hmm. top five PlayStation games. Okay, uh, Final Fantasy VII has got to be on the list. Resident Even if Evil. Resident <laughs> Evil, sure, yeah. I would. Hmm. See, I didn't have a whole lot of PlayStation games. I had a oh. PlayStation, but I I didn't have a lot of the games. Uh, ar- I always I always liked Armored Core. That's I don't know one. if that would make a top five list, but well, this it's... is your personal top five. Pa- personal top five. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, well, then in that case, yeah, I would go with that. Um, I would say uh, Marvel versus Capcom, or uh, yeah, no, uh, Marvel versus SNK Millennium 2000. Although the Dreamcast version is better, I think the the uh, PlayStation uh, version is definitely playable, definitely worth checking out. There's a JoJo in there. There is a JoJo in there. <laughs> yeah, that JoJo fighting game is pretty good. It's an Arxis. Oh, Guilty Gear. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Guilty Gear. That's always a good one. Um, Legend of the Dragoon. That's a good RPG. Criminally overlooked. A non-square RPG game. Yeah. 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 Is that five? I think that's five for five? me. Yeah. My five. Okay. Final Fantasy VII, sure. obviously. Yeah. Yeah. You got to have it. Mm-hmm. Resident Evil, like you said. Because that's kind of what got me to buy a PlayStation in the first place when I'm a teenager and I see Resident Evil and I'm like, oh my God, that's... That's yeah. an adult like that's me. A, yeah, that's for adults like me, not like this <laughs> Nintendo 64 that, that sprocket robot on wheels or whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I got, what am I at, two? Mm-hmm. Uh, Galarians is Galarians. a weird pull, but for some reason I really like the story. Okay. You're like a psychic kid that wakes up in a facility. Yes. And you yeah. inject yourself with different injections to get different powers yep i i vaguely remember that one i don't yeah, know what it okay. is about that game but i like that one mm-hmm. it's just weird mm-hmm. uh metal gear solid. sure yeah and oh geez i'm oh, at four geez, rick. oh geez rick um i need one more want to give you one of mine no okay you'll agree though will i okay what is it crash oh yeah crash bandicoot yeah that's a <laughs> yeah. good one yeah 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 <laughs> And the first one is my favorite of the all three of them. Even if they're they add a bunch of stuff, I think the first one's the purest mm-hmm. form of purest crash. crash. You, you go. You stole most of mine. That's but... fine. <laughs> I mean, Final Fantasy VII has been the running uh, constant. I've never played it on a PlayStation, so I don't. It's I don't the really. Same. I don't it's... associate it with the PlayStation. That's true, but it's mm-hmm. the same game. <laughs> I don't associate with the PlayStation. Okay, well then, give Just me. Saying. Obviously, Crash Bandicoot. Crash Bandicoot. It's a good one. <laughs> I have memories of Matt coming home from working. Your brother. Your yeah, older my brother. brother. <laughs> I was talking to you. <laughs> but yeah, my brother coming home from working at Bob Evans and basically waiting for him to come home to play Resident Evil. Oh, <laughs> nice. Evil okay, cool. Night. Yeah. <laughs> and him printing off on the ancient internet like walkthroughs of games oh yeah there we go yeah <laughs> dino crisis oh good call that crossed my mind that's just now. Cool i think that's funny i wish they'd remake that one yeah metal gear obviously yeah you got one more 
It's Spyro, isn't it? <gasps> yeah. You forget about Spyro? I yeah. How I can you... I forget my boy? I know you love that purple boy. <laughs> <laughs> my purple son. Oh. Speaking of Resident Evil, yeah, they announced Resident Evil Three remake is a thing. Oh yeah, oh, Did yeah they I, it or was I, it just a leak? It might have been a leak, but it might as well be announced. It was, yeah, it's a real leak. Like, yeah, it's, it's official. That's that's cool. Yeah, yeah. that two remake was amazing. It was mm-hmm. perfect. So yeah. I'm excited. I never really played three. Mm-hmm. I maybe played it for five minutes one time. So I'm excited to. It's basically new to me. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> All right, well, hey, we have time for one more real quick one. Hey, what is this uh, Mario Maker uh, update? Because it's pretty exciting stuff, it's right? It's pretty cool, yeah. yeah. They're doing an update for Mario Maker 2, like they did with the first one. They'd occasionally add more stuff to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, now they're they're adding Spike, the little green man that throws spike balls. Mm-hmm. They're adding Pokey, the cactus, which is hard to believe he wasn't already in there before. Hey, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, like a P block switch that makes blocks appear, mm-hmm. a frozen uh, coin block that you can melt with fireballs. Yeah, uh, and the master sword from Zelda that turns you into Link, who has several different moves he can do, which like is a nuts. full move set. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's he can crazy. He can swing his sword. He can block with his shield. He can shoot arrows. He can drop bombs. That is wild. Yeah, it's gonna. People are gonna do some really cool stuff with it. I, you know, I don't have this game yet, but this update actually makes me want to. It's good. Pick it's it up. a fun game. Yeah, it's worth it to get it digitally, so you don't have to swap cartridges. Oh yeah, good and idea. If you just want to play a couple Mario levels, it's right there. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's a really good idea. But uh, yeah, oh, and it's got a speed run mode where you speed run. Uh, Nintendo curates some courses that you speed run through with with a bunch of ninjis, which mm-hmm. are the little black star-shaped dudes from Mario 2. Yeah. Uh, that looks fun. Yeah, if you're it looks... speed running. It looks fun. It just looks like they've added nothing but good content to this. Like, yeah. there's nothing... Like, there's no part of this update that is, like, a letdown. Yeah. And that is fantastic. I was wondering if they were going to do updates for it, like they did the other one, and mm-hmm. it turns out, yes, and that it's very good. <laughs> cool. Well, okay, so if they added... A uh, link to this update. What uh, classic Nintendo character would you like to see added in a future update? Oh, if they were to do uh, it? Samus. Samus. Definitely. That's what I was thinking as well. Yeah, because you get the morph ball, you get shooting, mm-hmm. like straight forward shooting that something Mario doesn't do. Yeah. But no crawling. No crawling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, space jump would be kind of neat. That in would be Mario. Yeah. That would be pretty cool. I uh, for a, a half second I thought before my brain would oh no that's Konami. Uh, I thought uh, Simon Belmont yeah. would be kind of a neat you know have the extendo whip yeah and he just thing. has a completely weird different way to move yeah yeah having to time jumps <laughs> because your jumps are so yeah, weird and broken Castlevania maker would be good yeah, yeah that would, would be pretty fun yeah <laughs> I'd just turn it into Super Mario crossover yeah yeah <laughs> Super Smash maker yeah. <laughs> I always liked in Super Mario Crossover the Contra dudes. That was that was fun. Yeah, yeah Contra that, guy that was really good. That really changed the way you thought about a Mario level when you could only jump and shoot. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, well, hey, we have reached time, so let's go ahead and wrap things up. You've been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. Uh, you can also find us on social media, uh, whether it be Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, or Instagram at nerdoverloadnow. You can email us at staff at nerdoverload.com. Hey, you can give us a call and leave us a message. What? At 586. Whoa. Whoa. 
6372-8020 and then just leave a message after the beep. Maybe we'll play it on the show. Yeah, that would be pretty awesome. We should do that. Yeah, everybody, go do that. Do that thing. Uh, we also have a YouTube channel, at least for the time being. Uh, <laughs> with Kappa, who knows? <laughs> with Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. But for now, uh, you can go to YouTube, search Nerd Overload TV. Find the podcast on various podcast catchers like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. Oh, yeah, we got a Patreon. Uh, donate to the donates. Is that the right word? Donate, yeah. I know we have to be careful with the way we word this. <laughs> donate to the show if you want to help us out at uh, patreon.com slash nerdoverloadnow. Mm-hmm. Yep, you can actually get the show a couple days early if you'd like. And uh, finally, I'd like to thank David Pencil for the use of our intro and outro. You can find more of his stuff at davidpencil.com. So again, thank you all for tuning in, and we will be back next week. Peace out. <laughs>